Happy hump day everyone, welcome back to Project Life. Yay, happy fifth episode. How are we all? And congrats for completing another week of lockdown. And I'm not in severe bankruptcy due to my online shopping habit. So I see last week and the week going forward a complete win. And I hope everyone is happy and well. So I thought I would start off by doing some highs and lows of my week. So let's start off with the lows. Let's get the bad out of the way. The only really low I have is lockdown boredom is hitting. I feel like lockdown one was just, in comparison to this, it was bliss. It was warm. I had things to do. But as we hit lockdown three, the motivation to get a six pack, you know, clear out my wardrobe. I haven't got that motivation anymore. And um, if I cleared out my wardrobe anymore, I'd be left with probably a dressing gown, a leather blazer and joggers because they're the absolute staples of my wardrobe. But apart from that, everything else will be gone. So I can't really be doing that. Moving on to the highs, because I'm a positive person, I'm trying to make everything look positive. I'm going to stub my toe and say, it's karma, you know. But the high of this week was my mum has brought a car, a new one. It's very exciting. I went with her to go view it. It was my one outing. And all I've got to say is it was a wild day out. Uh, this woman has not brought a car though, it's a rocket ship. So it's a Mini Cooper Sports X and it's it's fancy. Like when I sat in it, I was like, damn, my little car isn't living up to this. So due to COVID, sorry, said the C word, you have to sit in your own car and call the garage and they unlock the car you want to buy from the sales shop. So you have literally no interaction with them. And then you have to go and sit in the car and just have a look. But basically, we didn't have the keys for the new car. So he had to come out and show us like how to use the keys to work all the onboard computer stuff. And this is not the technical terms, I would say. But c- this is why it's a rocket ship. You don't have to put the key in the car. You just waft the key by the control stick. Yeah, I'm butchering these technical terms. And as the key started the car up, this car revved and when I say it was powerful it was just insane so it's a 2.0 litre engine and it roared and me and mum kind of like looked at each other and was like oh my god and I think she is scared to drive this car home because it is more powerful than any other car she's ever had before and oh my god it was insane and I mean I'm quite good with technology but this car confused me and I'm so glad I'm not going with mum when she picks it up because I would not want to get in the car with her because it's just going to be chaos but I wanted to say that I did have a cheeky little look on comparison site to see how much it would be to get myself insured on my mum's car or if I brought a car like hers and I'm going to be honest I had nothing else to do And it was two and a half grand for me, who's been driving nearly two years and I've got no claims. I was like, I think I'll stick to my car that's not even a litre. It's 0.99 and it's powerful enough for me. Sometimes when I I take off from a roundabout a bit too fast, I'm scared of the power that I possess. And I'm going to admit something to the podcast here. I did take some photographs of my mum's new car and I put it on my Instagram story. 
because I'm trying to get content, you know, I'm trying to grow my Instagram for my podcast, it's free publicity, I'm poor, and of course, I want more listeners, I want this podcast to be a success and grow, so I posted these photographs of my mum's car, and loads of people messaged me, like, wow, congrats, is this your car, like, this is amazing, like, well done, you've worked so hard, and I was literally like, oh my god, I've just scammed everyone, know that in the meme where the woman goes, you see what I did there? It's a scam. That's how I f- felt as I posted this. So I'm, I want to publicly apologise to everyone I scammed. No, the car is not mine. I will be sticking to my little Peugeot. That is strong and powerful enough for me. So while we're on the subject of social media, I thought I'd quickly talk about it. I'm struggling to grow my Instagram right now. I've definitely found that being in lockdown, I don't have anyone to take photographs of me because my parents are busy, like, they're working. I'm not going to be, like, to ask my mum on her one day off, can you take a photograph of me? She's got better things to be doing with her time. But I thought I'd quickly do, like, some pros and cons of Instagram at the moment. So my pros are definitely that I have found some amazing body confidence accounts and some amazing vegan ones. I definitely, I love just scrolling through my feed at the moment because suddenly everyone else has found some amazing content to create, which I'm very jealous of, I won't lie. But I definitely feel like you need to follow the right people on Instagram. If you want to see positive body confidence accounts, you need to follow those positive body accounts because there are some incredible ones. And they just really motivate you and make you feel good about yourself. And you don't want to be feeling anything other than good about yourself. And these vegan accounts. I tell you what, I've bought many a product from following these accounts. They show you something. And I'm like, I want to buy that. I need to go to Tesco and buy that now. But some cons, definitely at the moment, I'm really struggling with the engagement of my Instagram. Because for me, I do want to grow my Instagram. Of course I do, to get free publicity like I've already said for this podcast and it is so hard to do that and I think I've definitely underestimated growing my Instagram I'm really struggling like I've already said to find the content but also as I have found posting times if you post early in the morning you're not going to get as much engagement as you would prefer compared to if you post in the evening And I also find that a photograph that is similar to another photograph, they do completely differently. So one photograph will get more likes than the other. And recently, it's just so hard to find the confidence when you aren't doing very well. It's demotivating. So definitely this week, I would put this as a low. I know I've already moved on from the lows, but as we are talking about it, I thought I'd quickly say... I'm just struggling with motivation to go out and take photographs. I don't want to do it. Not when it's 3pm and it's getting dark and I'm in my pyjamas. So yeah. Another aspect of social media that is very hard is posting things and not caring. I find this hard personally for me. I'm probably sure that lots of people do social media, don't actually care. When I say do social media, I literally am just trying to grow my Instagram and make it better, promote it a bit more so I can promote my 
podcast, like I keep saying. But for me, and I've definitely had multiple conversations with Mole about this, because I feel like Mole definitely understands this, is not caring what other people think. For me, I'm worried about a certain group of people. Not worried, but it definitely is hard from taking your Instagram. For me, my Instagram was casual. I didn't really care what I posted on it. To then, I literally now have to organise my posts, try and make it look as nice and aesthetic as possible to get more followers, to get more bloggers interested and to promote that podcast. And I definitely feel it's hard. I, I do struggle sometimes between that balance I think or sometimes I think oh I wish I can just post whatever I want and then other times I think no I want to make my Instagram look nice so it's good publicity for the podcast and it definitely is hard the pros and cons weighing up that balance I definitely especially I love Instagram stories I love posting on Instagram stories it's one of my favorite things and sometimes I post things on there I think oh my god people are gonna think I'm really lame for posting this but I definitely now, as I'm trying to grow this podcast, I definitely am giving less of a care. Because I just think, if you don't like it, unfollow me. Don't message me saying, oh, your Instagram's boring, blah, blah, blah. Or, that's so weird that you post it. Just unfollow. Like, I'm not trying to do any harm. But I definitely do believe there is an art to not caring what people think. And I haven't mastered it yet. Uh, it definitely is something in 2021 that I want to master. The art of not caring and not worrying what other people think. Another positive of this week is that I've started back at uni and see how I can turn everything into a positive, which means my week have some form of structure and order to them. But I'm only back at uni for two weeks and then I've got another two weeks off. So it's short lived. But we'll talk about uni more later in this episode. But this Saturday, I will admit another positive. It was the first Saturday I've had in ages where it feels like a proper weekend that I used to have when I was like 13 and I didn't work. So me and my mum, we went into town. We did some essential shopping for anyone listening who is like COVID police. Said it again. But we did essential shopping. I needed the shampoo and conditioner and vegan chocolate I brought. And then we went and looked at my mum's car and then we went out for the longest walk in the afternoon. And a massive bugbear I've actually noticed about myself is whenever I'm out walking, I always say hiya. But I can't say hi, hello. I always go hiya. I know, it's so annoying. And I think in 2021, I want to try and stop that. But due to this walk, I did twenty over 20,000 steps, which for someone who is very lazy like myself, I was shocked at how well I'd done on this day. And we did reward ourselves with Indian takeaway. And it was just a really nice Saturday. And I do recommend for anyone who is struggling with lockdown, obviously this is not going to be a massive, amazing tip that will make it fly by. But for me personally, I always try to make sure the weekends feel like weekends, if that makes any sense. I try and do all my work in the weeks. On the weekends, I just have to do, like, three hours of work, like, add mini bits and just tying up loose ends. And I try to just relax and watch as much Netflix as humanly possible, especially on Sundays. It's that old thing of being at sc- being back at secondary school on a Sunday night. That was the night you painted your nails and you got ready to look 
fire going back to school on Monday. You wanted to, as you walked through the secondary door, secondary school doors, you wanted to look the best you could. And that's how I wanted to look. So on Sundays, I always try and do a massive pamper day. So I want to remember to put my hair all in. I want to sort out my eyebrows and I always paint my nails. But that is definitely a tip. Just try and make the weekends feel a bit more weekendy in norm- from normal life. So let's talk Netflix recommendations. I need some. So if you have any Netflix recommendations for me after listening to this, please DM me. I would love that. I'm struggling on what to watch at the moment. But I will say Bridgerton, we're sick of hearing it. It was good. And I did binge watch it in two days. So I'm quite proud of that, that I managed to drag it out for two days. But I do recommend it. But don't watch it with your parents. Because basically the last, like, four episodes, it's soft porn. There, I've said it. It was graphic. And I have to admit, in the evenings when I was watching it, I was turning down the volume on my TV in my room, thinking that my parents might hear it and think, what the hell is she watching? But yeah, Bridgerton, so good. I love any kind of historical period drama. And it was just funny, like, it just cheered me up. But another recommendation is actually a series called Back to Life. It's on Netflix and BBC iPlayer. It's six parts and it's like 25 minute long episodes. I love that. And it's about a woman who's just come out of prison and she moves in with her parents back in her hometown. It's hilarious, but the storyline is quite dark. And it's really good because at the start, you actually don't know what she went to prison for. And it's got this dark storyline as you find out about her crime. But I seriously recommend it. Me and my mum binge watched it one night. We couldn't stop laughing. It was hilarious. It's so good. It's just witty. But I also wanted to ask, please DM me and tell me if The Queen Gambit is good. So I did try and start watching it drunk with my parents on New Year's Day. They finished it and they said it was really good, but I didn't like it. And everyone's recommending it to me and I'm confused. So should I watch it again when I'm sober? But also everyone's playing chess again. Like people my age, that I've never even played chess or even thought about playing chess. So is it like me not being able to ride a bike all over again? Is playing chess a basic skill that everyone has but me? I would love to know. Let's do a general life update because I haven't talked about myself enough in this episode. I'm joking, I'm joking. But my veggie slash vegan slash pescatarian slash flexitarian lifestyle is going well. And I've become obsessed with smoothies and Halo Top ice cream if this counts. But yeah, I found some really great alternatives and I'm I'm literally not craving meat. I don't want meat and I still haven't eaten meat. And don't laugh at me. I'm allowed a win towards this. I'm allowed to feel good about myself that I haven't eaten anything. I am, whilst I'm recording this, I just had my ASOS parcel arrive. And I wrote on my notes that I'm, I'm extremely excited. And I said that it was three minutes late. However, it arrived before I was recording this. And let's just say, out of all the items... I think I got nine items. I only kept one. And the one item was a pair of sunglasses. So I've now got to do that awful trip to the post office to return it. 
and I feel sad. I feel sad that I didn't like anything. I was so excited, like I said, to have new joggers. And I bought the, like, the cutest pyjamas ever. Too long. They were literally past my feet, like I was stepping on them. So obviously I couldn't keep them. But I have to admit, ASOS have really stepped up their game at the moment. One of the clothing brands I'm obsessed with, which all of, most of the clothes came from, was Collusion. Um, everything is oversized. That's just a little quick note. I would recommend going down a size. So say you're in between a, like a small to medium, I get the small because it's all very oversized, which I love. I love that, but it's just, it's too oversized. But I didn't buy these, but they've got these pink boxer shorts style kind of shorts that you can wear out for girls. No, collusion's unisex, not for girls. Scratch that, anyone can wear them. And they're the comfiest thing in the world. They look like the comfiest thing in the world. I want them so bad, and I, I'm going to buy them for my Greece holiday. That probably won't go ahead, but I can wear them in England, surely. In my garden, while I'm walking the dog, maybe. But, as I said, the one item I am keeping from the parcel is sunglasses. So, I am trying to see the positive side. Trying to motivate myself for my holiday. But at the moment, I have really been thinking about fake tanning. That's how desperate I am to get on this holiday. But I'm the sort of person that would end up looking like tiger bread if I did fake tan. But please drop me any fake tan recommendations in my DMs. I do, I just want a bit of natural glow. I always feel like I look healthiest when I have a tan. And I just really, I just want to feel a bit healthier. I just look transparent at the moment, which isn't cute. Let's get into the main section of this podcast. We're bored of my life update. I'm bored talking about myself. So let's talk about myself a little bit more, but in a main topic. So for this week, I do university. And I also do a quick little segment on self-confidence. Because especially in a pandemic, in lockdown, I feel like this this is a massive thing. You've got time to think. So you're probably going to overthink. But I know university is the main topic for this week and I know a lot of people listening to this are university students or maybe doing A-levels and I definitely feel like this is relatable to anyone listening so yeah I hope you enjoy and I hope you like listening. I do also want to quickly add that as a university student for me personally I do feel like the government needs to give us a refund we have not been having the full university experience so this is my quick interlude and quick segment to say please sign as many petitions as you can to get this spoken to in parliament i know change.org i think that's what it's called please don't hold me to this has a petition going on so that um mps and the government have to discuss giving students a refund and also students deserve a refund on their accommodation they should not be paying for accommodation they are not staying in this is completely unfair and not their fault so this is your quick reminder please sign as many petitions as you can and let your voice be heard the main topic should really be how have i felt the university has been all online 
I won't lie, when I applied for uni, I never ever thought that a pandemic would change everyone's lives. And for me, it's changed the fact that I've had to do university online. Please don't think that I'm complaining at all. I'm extremely privileged to be in a position where I can go to university and I don't want this to come across as whiny at all. But I won't lie, I have definitely struggled with motivation, especially, I think that is just due to the fact that it is online, and it's just me in my bedroom, basically 24-7, just doing these lectures, doing these assignments. Personally, I'll do a little background. I decided to stay at home instead of moving up to university accommodation and do the whole year which I th- I think now that the whole year will be online and I think this was the best choice for me personally this meant I was able to keep my job and have a secure wage coming in every month and not having these money worries that so many people have but also I decided to make my student loan uh very small so I wouldn't really have a student loan at all because I don't need it I'm at home, I'm very fortunate, I don't have to pay rent at all, so I didn't want to take money that I didn't need, but doing it online, it definitely gives you an excuse to hide away, and not to really pay attention, I know for me personally, we use like breakout rooms, it is the worst thing in the world when you're in this breakout room, and no one's talking, but no one's brave enough to do, to be the first person to talk, and I have had a like a mindset change where I'm like, look, this is my degree, so I've got to put effort in. Obviously, I've been putting effort in, but more effort to talk. And I've definitely been trying to do this in the last couple of weeks because for me, I want to get the most out of it. And I definitely would recommend, if you are listening to this and you hate breakout rooms and you hate speaking, it's the best thing you can do honestly it's nerve-wracking 110% you sit there and you're like oh my god everyone's gonna judge me or I wonder what my voice sounds like I've got no excuse I do this podcast I should feel confident enough to talk in a breakout room and I definitely do but I do feel like I don't I'm not as intelligent as these people these people are having these great discussions and I'm kind of sat there like in my bed under my duvet with my mouth open like what? I don't understand anything, but I do generally recommend just taking, honestly, just take that leap, just take that step and just turn on your mic and say something, because once you've done it, you'll feel 110% better, that's for me personally, that's how I've been trying to gain the motivation, I definitely do feel talking in a lecture and contributing makes you more engaged in the lecture, and I definitely feel like the lectures that I have engaged with more I am able to revise for less because I remember and I've taken in that information p.s take a shot every time I say lecture in this next section (laughs) moving on to probably the worst part of uni the assignments I won't lie I've done three essays and I'm doing a class test next week which is multiple choice, so I'm not too worried about that. But why do assignments, as you get older, never get any easier? 
like writing an essay to me I've been doing it since I was in year seven probably not at the same level and I still can't do them I still procrastinate it will take me a week just to do a plan for an assignment I can't do it I struggle so much so if anyone has any tips on how to do a uni assignment any websites my boyfriend Tom has been persuading me to put Grammarly on my laptop so when I write on word it changes it for me but I just haven't got around to doing it and I don't know if this is a good thing but for me when I'm doing an assignment I give myself two weeks for each assignment now two weeks sounds crazy long I know but for me I just try and do like a section of an essay every single day so one day I'll do like the intro the next day I'll do paragraph one blah 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 and then I do a dedicated day just to the sources so I'm like referencing them that's what I do personally and I find it works really well for me but I'm waiting for two of the assignments to come back and it's nerve-wracking I'm terrified that I'm gonna fail but at the end of the day, if I feel I'll just have to retake them, it's fine. But why do assignments never get any easier? I've done A-levels, I've done GCSEs, and I still can't write an essay to save my life. And it takes me a ridiculous amount of time. The of finding somewhere to live next year, or even do I even move up next year, is definitely starting to weigh on me. I know loads of people who have brought not brought have decided who they're moving in with next year and that's tough that's stressful for me because I haven't got anyone to move in with that's the one thing about doing uni online I haven't been able to make any friends in the sense in real life and that can be quite lonely I know those I was meant to find my bridesmaids for my wedding Obviously, that's a joke, but I don't know what I'm going to do yet, if I'm going to move up by myself, or I have joined a lot of Facebook pages of people looking for flatmates, but it is a very stressful process. I don't know whether to even move up, and I don't know where to move or who to move in with, and it's that worry of, will I not get on with them? Or I'm in that fortunate position where I can just drive up to uni. But I've never ever envisioned myself to be a student who commutes and lives at home. For me personally, I can't wait to move out and have that independence. Of course, I'm very grateful that I am welcome to stay at my parents. But at the same time, I don't want to. I want that independence. And I'm pretty sure they would love for me to flee the nest, get out there but I definitely am struggling with this aspect I don't know when is the right time to look I don't know if I should just reapply for halls maybe but halls are so ridiculously priced that I just see that as kind of throwing money in the bin for a second year person so if you've got any tips or any ideas please do dm me that would mean so much because I have no idea what I'm gonna do And this does, I'm very much an overthinker, so I am thinking about this all the time. I'm a little bit worried.
So moving on from university talk, because there is only so much even I can take about talking about it, thought I'd do a little bit about self-confidence. Because me personally, during lockdown, I will be the first person to admit, especially in lockdown one, I gained an unhealthy addiction to TikTok. It was it was easy. It was something there just to fill an hour, just flicking through all these videos. And a lot of things I saw on there was extremely unhealthy what I eat in a day. And I feel like what shocked me the most about this is that these girls were promoting diets that were literally literally less than a thousand calories which is one just crazy dangerous do not do this to yourself and two i can't believe tiktok didn't take them down and it shocks me as someone who used to count how many grapes they ate that is how micro management i became with food to then watch this and just to feel the toxicity coming through my screen I definitely do try and follow on TikTok more body positive girls or those accounts that show what I eat in a day in a calorie deficit but it's good healthy three meals a day that's what we want to see if you are going to diet and you do it correctly and you eat three solid meals not dieting and eating three apples a day because this is the sort of things that these girls were promoting and for someone who has struggled with body confidence self-confidence it's unhealthy to see these things and it's definitely even more unhealthy to be promoting it and I do find when in lockdown there is a sort of aspect of lacking motivation and I definitely do find that another great thing is exercise I know I always go on about this But I try to do at least two walks a day and then maybe go on my treadmill. And I just find this is so good for your mental health. Honestly, after I've gone on these walks and I come back in, I feel so much positive. I feel so much productive. And just even getting out for half an hour is the best for anybody. And it just changes your outlook. It changes your positivity and your mindset. So I definitely feel like if you're listening to this and you feel a bit down, a bit gloomy, go and get some fresh air. Go on, put on your walking shoes, go get some fresh air because you'll feel a hundred times better and you can definitely be listening to this podcast while you're doing it. But while we're on the subject of podcasts, for me, when I go for a walk, I always struggle in what to listen to. And besides this podcast... I have found the best podcast ever. It generally makes me laugh my absolute ass off. But it's called Evil Geniuses by Russell. I think it's Russell Kane. Yeah, Russell Kane. And it's by the BBC. And he takes an iconic figure, for example, Gandhi or Roald Dahl. And he tells three fact bombs about them. And it makes you, and then the panellists have to decide whether they're evil or genius after having like an hour long debate. And for me, this has been making me want to go for a walk more. So I've got that perfect hour and a half to listen to at least one podcast because they're, they're funny, but they also, honestly, I've had a couple of icons 
be destroyed in my eyes, especially with when they did the Amy Winehouse episode. I'm not going to say anymore, I'm not going to spoil it, but I was disappointed afterwards. But I definitely would recommend listening to that podcast or listening to any podcast, especially this one. But something that is maybe more chipper to brighten up your day, to make you laugh, because laughter is also a great medicine, a great remedy. that's a wrap that's the end of this week's episode a massive thank you for getting this far and listening i know the podcast the last two weeks haven't been the best it's because i can't get anyone on because we're in lockdown but you'll just have to make do with me i'm definitely thinking i might do a q a episode for next week everyone seemed to love that episode so much so watch out on instagram for my story and please send in any questions you'll have but as always my instagram dms are always open for anyone to message me any topic suggestions or constructive criticism on how i can make this podcast better for you listening and like always i just love chatting to you guys it's the best my instagram handle is at more and i hope everyone has a fantastic week another week in lockdown another week to be productive or just watch Netflix, whatever you feel is the best for you. But I hope you love this podcast as much as I loved recording it. And make sure you are subscribed to my podcast, Project Life, on any platform you're listening on. And have a great week. Bye.